0: Next door, they had you had William Gavigan's, um, and this was a, a, a private dwelling. Right, and it's, it's the first woman that we meet as we go up Church Street. There, it wasn't actually used as a, a shop, shop or or but something. He did have yeah. a business. William Gavigan, he was a car owner, so he was he was he was he was for hire as a as a um, yeah. as a taxi or as a hackney yeah. um, at, at the time, and he lived there with his wife and his son, who was also uh, a car driver. And, and she had several more children. So the next one up, the house number seven, we're, we're heading up now towards the courthouse on the right-hand side on Church Street. Yeah. And we come across Kate, Kate Donnelly. Right. She was the head of the family, and she was a housekeeper. And she had a boarder. He was a postman, Edward Madden. And and she, In fact, there were three postmen staying there.
1: Uh,
0: Edward Madden, Mark Creighton, and Thomas... Connor, all right. postmen, and she she kept the boarding house. Kate Donnelly, right. and you recall there was I think there was a Donnelly's pub on the. There was. House, was there was the a Donnelly's pub up uh, up towards the guard <clears throat> station, up very near the Credit Union. There. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of a stab in the dark, but it it's possible that there was a connection there between the two. Um, house number seven, then another postman, uh, Thomas Fahy, lived there with his wife. Uh, number eight. Again, it was, it was described as a first-class warehouse, a shop. It was Patrick Curley, and uh, he was a draper. And there was his wife and his daughter. And, of course, they, they kept uh, assistants on the premises. Um, yeah. Richard Kilrain and Edward Jordan, they were both apprentices um, and draper's assistants. Further up, then, John McNamara, he had a first-class, we're told, a first-class public house. So that's the first public house we come across as we go up Church Street. John McNamara, head of the family, as well as being a a public house, he also had a shop in it, and he's described as a shopkeeper rather than a publican. He was there with his wife and his daughter, and uh, John Barden lived on the premises as well. He was a publican's assistant. And Bridget Stanton, she was a general domestic servant. And they also kept a border, Um, and his name was William St. John Burke, right, and he was a clerk. He was a clerk of the petty sessions, so he lived. He, he, he worked lived in the courthouse, obviously. Yeah, he worked, yeah. In, he worked yeah. and he worked in the courthouse. So the single-story cabins that were there in the 18th century—they were demolished, and they were replaced with more substantial buildings. Um, and the number of people that actually lived in them was extraordinary. It you know, was, seven, yeah. was, yeah, yeah, seven occupants to each house. And uh, with the improvements in education of, of the Roscommon population at the time, each house appeared to have at least one skilled trade person, and um, it, it would be appropriate at the time for for masons and tailors and greengrocers to locate their houses on a secondary street for right. passers-by could see the available trades and services, yeah. um, such yes, that yes. Per- purchases would know. Purchasers would know. Where to go if they were looking for a, a new gravestone or a, a new suit, they could go to the the Mason for their gravestone and to the draper for their new suit and to That's the tailor right. yeah. and uh, and so forth. So we skip on now another ten years and we will come to the census of nineteen hundred eleven. Right on that again, and we we we, we see that uh, house number fourteen again. It was the numbers had changed.
1: Uh, yeah in terms of
0: how they were numbered on the street. So it was now House number 14, Greeley's Hotel, and Thomas Greeley was there. He was the head of the family. He had his daughter with him, uh, Mona Greeley, and he had two two, two shop assistants. He had a boarder who was a veterinary surgeon. He had a bank clerk, a local government uh, inspector, and he had a servant, uh, several servants, five servants, and one of the servants is described as a hotel boot cleaner, right. Martin and oh, Gannon. Yeah. So right. his job was to shine the boots for the for the people for the guests. who were staying yeah. in the hotel. Most of the others were taken up, with, as you would expect, work in the kitchen, such as, um, you know, cooks and things like that. And there was right. a waitress also, also included. And it appeared that the, the hotel extended into the first adjoining house on Church Street. That, that also was incorporated in the into in the, the hotel, in the, yeah. In the yeah. um uh, we move on up. Then uh, Bessie Egan, she was there, uh, and her son who was a tailor. And we move on up. We had we had Edward Dooley. He was a shopkeeper. We have um, Michael Joseph Farrell. Could we speculate that maybe that that was, yes. you know, it could have been the the, we, the jeweler there? Um, yeah. yeah, head of family, and he was a general merchant. Now we have to remind ourselves that it was 1911, and with him lived his daughter and uh, again a domestic servant. And there was a servant or messenger boy called Eugene Custian. Uh In fact, there were two messenger boys in that particular premises. Right. At number eight, we had. Mary McNamara is, again, first-class yeah, yeah. public house. She was there before. And she yeah. lived there, and uh, she had plenty of boarders. Um, Ellen Brown was um, a domestic. John Darling was uh, a boarder, and he was a butcher. And there were two clerks and a, an instructor, uh, so that would be a teacher of some kind, Una O'Kelly. And... Uh, Mary Rutherford Johnson she was also a boarder and she right. was also an instructress so she was employed somewhere locally giving instruction on what we don't know but maybe yeah. some form of them um, teaching of, or of, something uh, secretarial work All right, okay, right there. Yeah. yeah and then you had a shop apprentice uh, Hubert uh, Hubert Hubert Curley House number 7 was a woman called Margaret Lump uh, and she's it's just given as head of family and right. housekeeper, and then as we go on up further, again more McNamara's. Mary Ann McNamara, a publican, her sister, and again more more boarders. A dressmaker in this case, Jane Rourke. Michael Maher, uh, a railway porter, and Joseph O'Reilly, also a railway porter. So, the um, if we move on up to more or less today yes. um, we, have, we have Greedy still in the corner that's and nice. you know we have a number of premises and across the the, the, the world famous Paddy Joe Burke um, yeah up, up, well he was up, in Lee. Coyles it, Coyle, it was Paddy Coyle that was there before him he was also yeah, a barber right. yeah there you go yeah, yeah. So there have been, there have been several and then and, you uh, had Farrell's um, next door to Paddy Joe there so, and uh, yeah. there that's was the, Miss McHale yeah. had a pub across the road there where the hatch is now Oh, is that right. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a pub. Yeah, that was a pub. Yeah, and I mean, actually, if you're if you're ever passing by the, going into the the, the the hatch, it's interesting to look up either side of the the uh, the sign overhead yeah. for the hatch. You'll see a little um, shield-shaped uh, stone, uh, and I, it's it's an 18th century date that's on it. And thankfully, when when the when the pub changed hands or when when yeah, the hatch yeah. opened, they they kept. The, the, the date. Those things. Yeah. My memory's certainly me right. It's quite an early one. It's 18, 1828 right, or something okay. like that. All right. um, and it's incorporated either side of the, the sign oh, down good. the hatch. Oh, yeah. You'll yeah. see a little shield and the date. The That's date right. Yeah, no, now, now that you mention it, it so is there, yeah. 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 So that, that brings us uh, to an end now as far as the, the plot or the site at the junction of Church Street and Main Street goes. We can see down through the centuries. You know, you had jails there. You had, you had different kind of occupations and houses. And that we we talked about the fact that there was once a gate that stretched across Main Street from Greedy's Corner over towards the, the, the now right. closed chemist yeah. on the far side. And there was speculation that there was a Bridewell or a small jail incorporated right. into the yeah. gatehouse of of the of the of the of the gate. And that there was a curfew, and the Irish, as they were described, had to be outside the gate by a certain time of night, and the gates were closed. And uh, we talked about all that. So, if people want to look that up for themselves, it, it, there's, a, there's a very interesting um, survey or uh, done of of the um, of oh. that plot by a man called Vincent Delaney, Vincent Delaney. <clears throat> That's Delaney with only one e, D E L A N Y if people care to look it up on the internet.